Yeah, Ryan Hartley here from Always Bitten Yesterday. Just love to share with you a story from one of Team Hartley, uh, Mrs. H. Uh, for those of you who know that Lisa, she's um, she's a singer. She's a great singer. Um, but she kept that to herself for a good 20 years. So when Lisa and I got together when she was 15, uh, she was in a, in a girl band. Um, I say girl band, like she was in a rock band. And um, very, very, very good. But something happened within the band. Uh, she fell out of love with it. And then just didn't sing, didn't share her gift, her skill, her talent um, for so, so long. So the thing that I'm really proud of about her um, is this year she's got back into uh, being in a band. You know, she performed with her band at our uh, five-year event back in uh, June. And I just, I love the fact that she's got back into just sharing her gift, her skill, her talent um, for the love of it. And just the energy that she brings to it, it's just great to see. And And the wonderful thing is it's just inspiring our daughter Brooke as well because um, unlike me and Corey um, Brooke is actually gifted with a beautiful voice and hearing her mum express and use her voice it's really encouraging Brooke to explore and express her own which is amazing I think that's a great kind of um, circular feedback loop it's like the more Lisa does it the more that she sees Brooke does it and then the more she sees Brooke doing it the more she feels inspired to do it and I think it's that wonderful kind of um accountability is too strong a word but it's again it's just calling each other higher and I think that's what love does it's not about expecting each other to be better it's that presence of love for each other and the presence of love for for singing and sharing that voice that calls each of them higher and, and to express more and to do more of it and uh, encourage each other more. It's it's a wonderful little loop that they get to go through. But the main point of what I wanted to share with you is that Lisa didn't ever think that she could write lyrics. She didn't ever think that she could write a song. And, and in the last couple of months, she's got into a band um, where they're doing their all original material. And what's happened is she has written three songs now the lyrics for um very very quickly in a way that feels massively authentic true to her that is of a unique style and when she has recorded them and starts to listen back to them she's very very proud of her creation and and here's the thing uh, you know she said i never thought i could do this and i said It's because you never tried. It's because you'd never committed. The reality is she had never created the right conditions for her creativity. She left it in a box for 20 years. But what has happened over the last year is that she has explored her creativity. She's made time and space for it in her life. And when you do that, you allow yourself to receive inspiration she became a channel and that creativity has come to her it has come through her with relative ease she's not only created space to hear that inspiration but here's the important part her heart set has been willing she's become a willing vessel to act on whatever inspiration 
may come through. If you're familiar with the work of Elizabeth Gilbert and Big Magic, she has this belief that ideas um, almost floating around everywhere. You know, if you imagine the quantum field, ideas are everywhere and ideas just want to partner with a willing human being. So, you know, at the very start of this journey, she, she had a bit of um, imposter syndrome to deal with. There were a few dangers in her thinking and the way that she was approaching these things. She didn't feel very confident, quite insecure about, you know, resharing her gift and, and you know, whilst excited and energized by it, you know, feeling quite um, lacking in confidence, shall we say. A bit of an imposter. Uh, one of the things she's really finding now is a lot more confidence in her songs that she's written. She she really loves them. She thinks they're pretty epic, um, purely from an expression point of view, which is great. I want people to feel like that about their expression. But the problem that I'm sharing with her is that her feeling confident in her songs is exactly the same problem in her not feeling confident about having not written a song. It's the same it's the same problem, just two sides of the same coin, which is that they are both based on an external world. They are both placing emphasis out there. Um, and the reality is she should come away from the, um, the needing of confidence uh, in her skill set, in, in her creation and actually just focus on everything that she's learned to be true about this becoming a vessel for inspiration, becoming a channel for creativity. So with her focus being, you know, a, a vessel of God's creation, she can keep bringing that to the world irrespective of external opinion, irrespective of validation. And, and as I've said previously, you know, people are selling farts in a jar on TikTok. Like the world is nuts. The world is so subjective that creativity just simply cannot be judged. And once we let that go, we continue to put our heart and our mind into that state of being a channel, getting that inspiration, allowing it to come through us, being a willing participant in the bringing of that into the world. And then that's enough. You know, there's a, there's a humility to say that whatever is now being achieved is, is not necessarily us per se. It's the willingness for us to partner with that. You know, because if it's absent, is it us? And if it's present, is it us? And I think sometimes that too much focus on self can lead us both to confidence in the wrong places and lack of confidence in the wrong things. Ultimately, what I want for you, for me, for all of us, is that we should create the right conditions for creativity. And Lisa looks at me and says, well, you're creative because you do it so often and, and you share all, you know, your podcasts all the time. Yes, that is part true. But what I also allowed her to see was uh, my notes page on, you know, the, the notes page that I've captured this year. And I scrolled and I scrolled and I scrolled for over a minute or so to show her the enormity of the ideas that I capture in my notes page. That is because in some way 
I am channeling that thought, that inspiration that comes to me first and foremost. I then write it down and then I come and sit in front of the mic and and share my uh, perspectives with you all. Before I'm able to do that, I don't sit in front of this microphone and force it. There's nothing that you will have heard from this podcast in the last year that is forced. A lot of it is creating space and time within my day to allow that inspiration to come to me, to be um, channeled through me. And I just continue to hope that whatever I share with you meets you where you are and hopefully connects with your heart and your mind and is relevant. And, you know, maybe you are at a point where you have questioned your creativity, whether you've got creativity blocks, which is fine. You're going to get them if you're pushing it too hard with your mind. All I would say is connect with your heart set. Just surrender and create the right conditions for creativity to be channeled through you. And it'll come. And then be willing to bring that into the world. Be a willing participant in the bringing of that to the world. And then that let that be the reward. Forget the subjectivity of good enough. Let the sheer act of creation be the reward. Slow down, listen, make a commitment to bring that to the world and keep creating. Have a great weekend when you get there, my friends. Always love.